Hello, my name is Ryan Kelleher, and welcome to the Brooks Talk Podcast. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Catherine Gutkowski, a fifth former here at Brooks School. Uh, Catherine, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm 16 years old. I'm a fifth former or a junior here at Brooks. Um, I am from literally right up the hill. I am two minutes away from campus, which normally I'd be a day student, so it's the best commute in the world. Um, <laughs> I am generally more of a performing arts person. So in the fall, I normally play volleyball, but in the winter I do musical and in the spring I do dance. Um, I've been dancing since I was two. So I'm a big dancer. Um, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> me. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about uh, the some of the experiences and opportunities you've had here at Brooks? Sure, um, let's see. Freshman year, um, every year uh, Brooks does this thing called the Wilder, the Wilder Speaking Competition. And, you know, everybody has to participate in it for um, your English grade, basically. Uh, and every year there's a new topic. So my freshman year, it was looking at the future. And this past year, it was... Uh, oh, what was it? It was looking at your life in some sort of humorous or lighthearted way. And that was really fun to see everybody and everybody competes in it. And then each class sends two or three people to the next round. And eventually it gets down to five or six finalists and they do their speeches in front of the entire school and we all vote on a winner. And that's really cool. And so I participated in that in freshman year. I was a semifinalist, which was really cool. And then my English teacher saw that I liked... Um, public speaking so much, which is true. I do love <laughs> public speaking. Um, and the Lawrence District Courts hold this thing called Law Day every year. And all different kids from all kinds of schools can come in and give a five-minute speech on whatever topic that is presented. And so I went and the topic was free freedom of speech, freedom of the press, free society. Um, and a lot of people talked about having freedom of speech and then having that taken away and getting it back and how incredible that is. But I decided to look at it as a different way. And I looked at mental health and how we have the ability to talk about mental health and we have the freedom of the speech and the press, but we don't always use it, especially when it comes to certain taboo topics such as mental health. Uh, and that was really cool for me to do. And so that um, experience would say, I would say is one of the more cool ones that I've had. Uh, that's really cool. I haven't heard of the competition. I don't know if they're doing it this year because of COVID. I hope they do it this year. Um, uh, Mr. Hale normally holds it. He's one of the English yeah. teachers. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about how COVID this year has affected your Brooks experience? Sure. Uh, well, besides the fact that, you know, we have to wear masks everywhere and socially distance ourselves from others, I'm normally a day student. And so I am used to being here, but also getting to go home and see my three younger siblings and my cousins and my family and be at home and sleep in my own bed at night. And I am now a boarder. And so that was a completely new experience for me. I had to buy all kinds of things and set up my room. I'm rooming with my best friend, Tori Duckworth, and she's great. Um, but it was a completely new experience for me to have to transition to living away from home 24-7. Can you tell me a little bit about, like, kind of how you've experienced both boarding and day students? Can you sure. tell me, like, the differences? 
Sure. Um, well, aside, aside from the fact that, you know, you <laughs> live here on campus rather than being at home, um, I would say that it's a little different because you're seeing your friends constantly and you can pretty much see them whenever you want. We do have check-in, which is on a weeknight. It's 8 o'clock, and then from 8 to 10, you have study hours, and then you have 10 o'clock check-in, and you go to bed around that. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally, as a day student, would not have <laughs> 8 o'clock check-in or 10 o'clock check-in. Uh, on Saturdays, because we have weekend activities, check-in is 10.30 for first or third and fourth formers or freshmen and sophomores, and 11 p.m. for fifth and sixth formers or juniors and seniors. Um and so the checking piece is different. Yeah. <clears throat> Other than that, it's pretty much the same mm-hmm. experience. Um, I would say. Can you tell me a little bit about what you look forward to doing on campus once uh, COVID is over? Um. Oh, so much. I am very used to you know being able to try to fit all my friends at one table at lunch and now we can only have four or five people to a table and so that's really different uh so i'm looking forward to being able to do that again we also can't leave campus as mm-hmm. of right now we are in a bubble and so or as perfect a bubble as we can make it yeah. so i am looking forward to being able to you know go to the mall with my friends mm-hmm. or go see a movie or something which would be fun yeah. Uh, so you're big into the arts here at Brooks. Can you <laughs> can you tell me a little bit about uh, kind of what options are here and just talk about the arts? Sure. Uh, we have all kinds of options. We have this brand new art center building, which is absolutely beautiful. Um, and we offer all kinds of arts. We have 2D art and drawing. We have ceramics. We have 3D art. We have jazz bands and rock bands and different choruses and all kinds of music, instrument ensembles. We also have a bunch of performing arts. So we have acting classes, we have um, dance classes. I think those are the two major ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you come in as a third former, you take an arts exploratory course, which basically, I'm not quite sure how it works because it's new this year, Yeah. Um, but you take a little bit of each. Class. Yeah. We also have photography and digital art and all, all kinds of things. Um, can you tell me, like, if is there, like, difficulty in, like, the different things? Or if you want to take something new, is it is there, like, beginner classes? For- oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so from my experience and my friend's experience, you can't take ceramics unless you've taken 3D art or unless you have permission. So if you have certain experience, you can get up to the next level. Um, there are other times where you have to start from the beginning. So I took, I'm in acting three right now, which is the highest acting course we offer at the moment. And I took acting one my freshman year and acting two my sophomore year. So it's all a matter Mm -hmm. of, you know, we do have a bunch of beginner levels and you're welcome to try all kinds of new things. So kind of transitioning into the theater here, can you tell me about the stuff you've done in theater? Sure. Um, like I said before, I've been dancing since I was two, so I'm very used to being on stage and performing. I actually hadn't really had any experience with theater other than going to see shows mm-hmm. until Brooks. So I had been in a play in eighth grade. I went to Pike before coming to Brooks, and I had done the eighth grade play, which is something that all eighth graders do at Pike. 
But other than that, I hadn't really had any experience. So I came into Brooks and knew that I wanted to do the musical in the winter, but didn't really know how to sing, mm-hmm. didn't really know what I was doing, but they were really great in helping me to find my voice and get me to where I needed to be for that, uh, which you could have absolutely no experience and also be perfectly fine doing a musical. Um, and then I did the fall play this past fall of last week. And that was very different because of COVID, but also very cool. So I've done the musical freshman and sophomore year, and I'm sure I'll do the musical again mm-hmm. this year. And yeah. Uh, can you, focusing more on Sleepy Hollow, can you talk to me a little bit about how, like, how it was different and yeah, talk absolutely. about how you guys did it? Sure. Uh, so Sleepy Hollow, for those who don't know, is this, you know, kind of Halloween scary story about Ichabod Crane, who lives in Terrytown, or as the local town folk know it, Sleepy Hollow. And he falls in love with this girl, Katrina, and she's already courting somebody else, a guy named Brom Bones. And um, Brom starts getting jealous that Ichabod is interested in Katrina. And so when uh, Katrina hosts a party, uh, Ichabod comes and Brom starts telling these ghost stories, including one about the Headless Horseman, which is basically uh, the story about a Hessian trooper whose head was blown off in battle by a cannonball. And he rides a dead horse at night uh, trying to get back to battle and he uh, throws flaming jack-o'-lanterns and cuts off people's heads, basically. (laughs) Um, And so he's telling all these ghost stories and then Ichabod leaves the party and he starts you know, seeing things and hearing things that, you know, scare him. And then he sees the Headless Horseman. And if you read the actual short story, the ending is pretty ambiguous. You don't really know what happens. He kind of just disappears. Uh, Ichabod, I mean. In our production, we decided to take that story and make it a murder mystery. So because of COVID, we had to be outside. We had to wear masks and Mm -hmm. be somewhat socially distanced according to the CDC regulations, but we were trying to make it an immersive experience. So think like a Disneyland or Disney World ride with animatronics, but we were the animatronics. So there was a detective or a guide and they would lead the audience through the entire show and you would only do, unless you were a detective, you would only do one to three scenes over and over and over and over, (laughs) which was very interesting. Um, But we decided to make Sleepy Hollow be a murder mystery. So Ichabod Crane has been missing, I think, I don't know, I've said six months, it could be any amount of time. And his family has called in this detective to figure out what happened. So the detective goes to Sleepy Hollow and you know, sees all these memories about how Ichabod met Katrina and the party and what was happening there. And then, you know, what happened after that? Because we don't know. So the detective and the audience, the group of 25 people, are trying to figure out the murder mystery. And as you go through, uh, you see the different scenes of Ichabod meeting Katrina. And then there's a scene of Katrina and Brahm. So that's you know, starts their relationship and you see the party. And then after the party, 
you kind of don't know what mm-hmm. happened. So it's up to you, the detective, and the audience to figure out what happened. And you get to you go through and you see the headless horseman. And, you know, who is it? It's up to you to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so I went and it was a lot different than anything <laughs> I'd done before. It what was, did you think of it? I thought it was really cool the way that you guys could all be outside. It was cold. It was and so cold. It was snowing. And snowing. <laughs> but um, other than that, uh, it was a little bit hard to hear at times because you were outside, mm-hmm. but it was really well done and Thank really you. creative. Um, can you tell me, uh, like, did you like that more than what you've done before or was it all kind of new? I think it's so hard to compare uh-huh. them because I'm very used to, you know, being in a stage and being in an indoor space and having, you know, the lights and the microphones and the sets and everything. And yes, we still had lights and we had these voice amplifier things. I don't know if that helped a little bit with some of the main characters. Um, but we were outside for this one. And so mm-hmm. there was so much that we had to rely on that we couldn't control weather being one. It was snowing opening night. And so we didn't know if we'd be able to, to do the show because of the weather. Luckily it held out and we were, well, we were really cold. <laughs> we were able to do it, uh, which was a lot of fun. And it was very different, so it's hard to compare them. I love doing both. Um, so kind of transferring to something different. Uh, so being in a bubble this year, mm-hmm. uh, how do you think, what's your favorite part about it, and what's your least favorite part about it? Um, I love that I get to have in-person classes. Mm-hmm. I really learn better when there's a teacher in front of me actually teaching me something. And so that was really helpful for me downside to that is that I can't leave, so I can't go home, I can't see my family, I can't go out and see a movie with my mm-hmm. friends or anything like that. But, you know, it's a small price to pay for being able to be here. Um, so can you tell me what advice would you give someone who uh, wants to get involved into the arts? Try anything. Mm-hmm. If you know that you like to do something, go down that route, but also try something new. I had never taken an acting class before. So I took an acting class and absolutely loved it. Um, I had never been in a chorus before. And last spring I was in festival chorus and had so much fun with it. So try new things. That goes for everything, by the way, not just the arts. Try everything Uh because you never know what you're going to like. You never know what's going to happen. But especially with the arts, get involved because that's the best thing you can do. Uh, what would you recommend for someone who wanted to get comfortable in uh, areas like technical theater or theater? We actually now have some technical theater classes that you can mm-hmm. take. So, you know, you can take like a scenery class. I'm sure that Ms. Spollett, who was, is our technical director, mm-hmm. she would, I'm sure she would love to show you the lights and things. And we do have a tech crew for our shows. Um, and my friend Abby Duckworth, my best friend Tori's younger sister, is on the uh, tech crew and loves it. She does lights, and that's so much fun for her. Um, what would you say separates Brooks from other schools that people might be choosing from? Okay, I've got to put my tour guide hat on at the moment. <laughs> I uh, love to give tours. And so uh, the thing that I say to everybody who I give a tour to, and what I would say here is our community. Our school is really based in community. 
we have this one big main street that you know um, that everybody walks on basically from the dining hall to the academic building. If you have to go anywhere, that's what you use. Um, and we have this campaign that Mr. Packard has started called the Hello Campaign. And it's basically the idea that if you're walking on Main Street, you're not on your phone, you're not looking down, but you're looking up, you're taking in your surroundings, you are saying hi to people, you're smiling. Without masks on, that's a lot easier, mm -hmm. but you can still say hi to people and engage with people. Um, every smile that you see in any photo is genuine. I know that that probably sounds uh -huh. a little funny um, and that, you know, some things must be staged, but really it's all genuine. Everybody loves to be here. The teachers want to be here. They want you to succeed. The community is really important to everybody here. So that's what I would say makes folks different. Uh, so kind of ending it off here for people to get to know you a little better. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Making me choose. <laughs> um, oh, my mom would say that I have to choose the little, the little mermaid, mm -hmm. uh, because I've loved that since I was a very small child. So I think I'd probably have to go with that. Uh, in your opinion, what's the best dorm on campus? I really wouldn't know. I'm in Gardner at the moment, uh -huh. so maybe Gardner, but the house okay. is pretty nice, too. Uh, what's your favorite food from the dining hall? Um, I think their chocolate chip muffins are pretty good. And uh, kind of closing it out here, uh, what's your favorite class here at Brooks? That's a toss-up between acting and English for me. Um, so thank you for coming of and course. taking the time out of your day to do this. Um, I'm Ryan Kelleher. Bye for now.